You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and joining me as always is the 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 (laughs) i fuck i had one in my mind wait where do you wait the oh nope i forgot where you live because i was gonna do like a laredo kid thing but i was gonna say like the your town kid but then i forgot where you lived anyway <laughs> zach batista zach how you doing <laughs> i'm doing great uh weather's getting a bit more chilly even though it's supposed to be fucking summer slash spring because new jersey weather's a bitch but you know i don't mind the fall weather we, we got we got hit with that we got hit with that uh the false spring yep always the false <laughs> spring and then back into winter for a bit and then summer shows up for a month or two yep can't wait. Can't, I, I I don't like summer. I just want it to be spring or fall, like, all the time. I love. I mean, I love all the seasons for different reasons. Summer is nice because I get to wear my sandals all the time and my tank tops, and I'm very happy when I can do this that. Is, this is true. Sun's out, gun's out, right? Hell yes. <laughs> all right. Why don't we get into the matches we got this week? What did you got? You got some good ones in the bank? I think I got some good ones in the bank. I've got one pretty good one, one great one, and then I'm very excited about one match in particular. I also have one very good one. I have I have one pretty solid one and one very great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get right into it. Zach, it's been a while since we've had a regular episode. Yes, it has. Uh, so do you remember who started off on our last normal normalcy episode of this show? You, because I had the Myron Reed and Trey Lamar match at the end because I popped off and then we had to do the actual the, the match we did together and I had to be quiet for the first bit because I was so right. amped. All right, so why don't you kick us off this week since, wait, right, since yeah, I started, I'll, yeah. Yeah, so I'll go first. All right, um, let's start off with my all right, my first match. I decided to find myself a high-end match because I haven't watched a high-end match in a long-ass time. Mm-hmm. So I found high-end versus Christy Janes at Loco Wrestling. Nice. Uh, this match starts off aggressively with high-end pushing Janes into the corner and pie-facing her. Mm-hmm. And continuing the trend of being the absolute worst human being on the collar and elbow tie-up, uh, Haiyan, basically what she does is in the tie-up, she kind of backs up and steps out through the ropes onto the apron so that Janes has to let go. And then as Janes is like, let's go, she just loudly slaps her in the face. Ooh. And uh, pissed off at this point, Jane chases Haiyan to the outside and Haiyan's the first back in the ring. She... <laughs> High end, like basically, like, you think she's gonna beat up Jane, but she does. Jane's Jane's gets in, gets in her face, and palm strikes High end in the face. Nice. She then puts her in a fireman's carry, but High end escapes and then shoulder checks Jane's to the ground. 
They run the ropes for a bit, and when Jane tries to... Jane's... It's so hard. I keep thinking it's Jane, but it's Jane's. It's Jane's, like it's like, it's like the, the Nolan Edward conundrum, exactly. except it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Jane's tries to arm drag High End, but High End stops her, and then tries to hit her own arm drag, but Jane's counters that into a roll-up, which then sets off a chain of roll-ups after roll-up on each other. High End throws Jane's over the top rope, and then Jane spears High End in the gut and hits a sunset flip into an Inziguri. High End then cowers in the bottom turnbuckle, and Jane's being pissed off at her bullshit because she's being a complete bitch this match. Tries <laughs> to grab her and pull her out of the out of the corner, but it is a ruse. It's High End then just throws her face first into the turnbuckle. She then hits a High End tries to then hit a running knee on Jane's, but Jane's rolls outside of the ring, pulls her I leg just, out from under her. I, I just want to say ruse is not a word we use enough as a society. Ruse is a nice word. It was like, I love saying it was all a ruse. <laughs> it, it is definitely a word we don't use nearly as, as often as we should. Mm. So let's see. Jane's rolls out to the outside after High End goes for a running knee. She then pulls her out to the ring post. And it looks like she's going to try to slam her leg into the into the post. But then, oddly enough, just it's only oddly because I wasn't expecting. High End just kind of pulls her foot back and just throws Jane's face first into the ring post. Mm-hmm. High End then goes to the opposite corner and then just taunts Janes to get back in the ring. High End bum rushes Janes the moment she gets in and works her over in the corner and on the ropes. And after he, she hits a loud chop on Janes, she goes to the outside and takes uh, one of Janes' fans' signs and starts fanning herself with it before ripping up the sign and throwing it back in their face. I get it because it's a fan sign. Oh my god. Ha-cha-cha. I love it, but god, I died a bit on the inside with that. Let's get back. Let's continue. So High End, after ripping up the sign and just being like, literally, like, I'm, I'll be right up. The, the highlight of this match for me was High End's being just a complete bitch. Uh-huh. Like, it was like, <laughs> she was, I couldn't even hear her, like, talking to um, Jane's whole match, but her mannerisms were great. She had great facial expressions and just great selling. Okay. Just really wanted, you really wanted to see uh, Jane's get her, get back at her and give High End her comeuppance. Gotcha. So after High End gets back in the ring, she dominates for a while, despite Jane's best efforts to stop her. Though she is finally able to get some offense in after she uses the fan support to get out of a headlock and then hit a stunner on High End. Ooh, nice. Jane then hits a fantastic running knee to High End in the corner, which is followed by a judo throw into a knee strike to the face. This is the best-looking spot, in my opinion, in this match. Very nice. Love me some judo. Jane then goes for a moonsault but misses, so High End then suplexes her into the corner and then hits her in the face with a running knee while she's laying in the corner. This doesn't get high end the win, though, so she throws a complete temper tantrum, takes off her gauntlets, throws them at the ref, tells her to do her fucking job. Damn. And she tries to pick Jane's up, but Jane's is just complete dead weight at this point. So high end, mm-hmm. finally, as she's about to pick Jane's up, Jane rolls her up. Jane's, sorry. Okay. This then leads into the finish where Jane's dodges a running corner attack, because I wasn't sure what high end was going to go for here from high end. She then. Drop kicks high end in into her back into the corner, and then she hits an Ushigoroshi for the win. Nice. This match was pretty good. The wrestling that, was out, was like well it. executed. There were some spots that you could kind of see them setting up, and were kind of looked a bit disjointed in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it was pretty good. I really one thing I do wish is I wish James may have had a bit more like character work, like or showed a bit more character because high end like was such a dominant presence in this match. Mm-hmm. There were points where I was kind of like, oh, she's just dominating a lot. And then when I remember when Jane's won, I thought to myself, oh, she didn't get as much offense and she just kind of won at the end. Hmm. So, like, it's fine. It's good. I enjoyed the match. Nice. Nice. Uh, it's, yeah, it sounds like a good one. Uh, yeah. What, what, are you, what are you giving it? 
I'm gonna give it a meh. Okay. Didn't blow my socks off. There were again, there were some nice spots there, but there were the other the stuff that I wasn't the biggest fan. I've just kind of like detracted from it a bit for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, what do you got, Mikey? All right, so for my first match this week, I've got Layla Hirsch taking on Masha Slamovich hey. from from Mission Pro Wrestling. Nice. Uh, I think this is from this 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 feels like it's from the same event we watched. A, it's this the same Mission Pro Wrestling event we watched a few weeks ago. I think that was Kylan King versus Ray Lynn because that was Thunder Rosa's promotion at the Ferris at the amusement park, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was the exact same. It was the exact same setup. So it looked. I, I think it, it could have been from the same mat, the same night, or it might not have been. I don't or know. Maybe it's just like a consistent arena that they go to. Yeah, I guess that could, that could also be the thing. It, 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 it's just the fact that maybe it's always at like a carnival or a <laughs> fair, like maybe. Uh, but yeah, so this is Layla Harris taking on Basha Slamovich. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Holland Dead are on commentary for this one. Nice. Yeah, so it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> this one is pretty solid. Uh, it's very hard hitting and very much a grapple fest between As these two. After watching uh, Slamovich at Barnett and after seeing Layla Hirsch just being Layla Hirsch, I would expect nothing less from these two. Yeah, there, there's uh, it's it's heavy hitting. Yeah. Uh, it starts off with a huge lariat from Slamovich just taking Hirsch to the ground. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it just, like, um, it, like, rocked her. It looks so rough. Mm. Uh, like, I, I, all the strikes in this one look just rough as hell. Like, it looks like they are absolutely beating the snot out of each other. Nice. Uh, there's one point where, uh, Slamovich was kind of taunting Hirsch and, like, giving her, like, light slaps on the face, right? Mm-hmm. Like, come on! Come on, is that all you got? Come on. And then Hirsch just winds up and just slaps the taste out of Slamovich's mouth. Ooh. It, like, staggers her. And she gets into, like, a, like a nice combo, which ends in a suplex, which was sick. Ooh. Uh, all right, th- all right. This match was also called by Holiday Suplex City because it is uh, <laughs> major. It is just these two just throwing each other around the ring, basically. I love it. Uh, there's one point where... Uh, uh, Hirsch locks in an arm, is trying to lock in the arm bar on Slamovich, which is her finisher. Mm-hmm. But Slamovich is defending by, like, locking her fingers together. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, uh, Slamovich, like, rolls, rolls around and mm-hmm. stands up and just picks up Hirsch from while she's in the arm bar and just power bombs her. Ooh. That's uh, what... that was crazy. Ugh. Uh, like I said, these two just, like, it, it, it just it's just a slugfest between these two really uh there's one point where uh slamovich puts hirsch on the top rope mm-hmm. and is going for a superplex but then hirsch reverses it and gets like a front like one of the, like the front suplexes where you like drop them on their face oh yeah i know what you're like, talking off, about off of the off of like the top rope slamovich goes down then hirsch turns around and hits a moonsault nice onto slamovich which is awesome uh, then they do end up getting into the superplex again. That uh, Ma- Masha hits the superplex on Layla, and but Layla uses the momentum to roll through mm-hmm. and go for the pin, and it's like one two. But then, but then Masha reverses the the pin, and it's like one two, and then the mm-hmm. other way around one two, gotcha. and then they get to a point where both of their shoulders are down, and the ref counts one, two, three for both of them with both of oh. her hands. Ooh. Uh, so this one ends in a draw, actually. Wow, I was not expecting a draw. 
Uh, yeah, so they both have their shoulders down. The ref counts them both to three. She, The ref then, like, walks up to Layla, raises Layla's hand, and everyone's like, oh, Layla won! And then the ref walks up to Slamovich and raises Slamovich's hand, and it's like, oh, no, it's Slamovich! And then she goes back to Layla, raises Layla's hand, and it's like, oh, it's Layla! <laughs> and they just keep going back and forth. And then eventually she raises both of their hands, and when she does that, they both rip their hands down and just charge at each other and just start brawling. Nice. They just start getting into a brawl, and the ref is like, like, get out here, get out here, and the whole, like, mission, the whole uh, Mission Pro locker room runs out and just separates mm. these two. Gotcha. And that's how it ends. I like it. Yeah, so this one was kind of like a, this one just was a, uh, uh, just a brawl. Like, these two, <laughs> like, absolutely destroyed each other. Uh, so it was Suplex City, hard-hitting as hell, mm. like... These two were just trying to beat the crap out of each other, and they succeeded. Even though it ended in a draw, I still think this match was pretty good. Because there's sometimes where it ends in a draw, and it's like, okay, I, I could see why you did that. You know, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like this was one where it was like you want to put Masha over, but also Layla just got signed to AEW, so you don't want her to look bad. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So you just have this draw, and both both women look like badasses in the end after they just brawled out. You know, mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, I give this one a meh. It was solid. The wrestling was really the wrestling was good. Uh, the draw did make the, the draw did make sense. However, I would have liked to see uh, 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 an actual ending to this one. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, these two were, were having a very good match up to this point, like up to that point, and I would have liked to see somebody win it. But hey, uh, it like I said, it wasn't. It didn't take away from the match too much. I'm gonna give it a meh. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. And it was it was pretty solid. Cool. Cool. All right. Why don't we we get into your second match of the week here? All right. Coming off of the collective, I wanted to find a match with. Well, this this didn't start out like this. I ended up finding a match with between Snoop Strikes and Laredo Kid at Pale Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. Or it could be Pale. Oh man, I called it. I was gonna give you a Laredo Kid nickname before, but then I forgot. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty funny how things work out like that. Yeah. (laughs) So initially, I was actually looking for a match with Troy Hollywood, but I couldn't find one that I wanted to really, like, watch. Mm-hmm. But I, funnily enough, I found another person while looking of him by the man, the man known as Snoop Strikes. Okay. And coming off the collective and seeing Laredo Kid and his Lucha Team's banger match, I was oh, like, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. I'm like, I'll watch a match between Laredo Kid and Snoop Strikes, a man I've never heard of before, but was looking forward to seeing. Mm-hmm. So... This match's appearance was kind of interesting. First things first, they're on an AstroTurf in, like, a soccer stadium. Oh, neat. And second thing is, there were no bottom ropes or bottom turnbuckles in this ring. It was just the top two? Yeah, it was just the top two. Huh. Like, I, I literally was looking, I, I was like, I wonder why that is. Yeah, I was like, why is there only two turnbuckles? Okay. That's I'm like, so a, interesting. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't really seem to affect either competitor that much in the match. I was like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> they just, they, alright, yeah, sure, they just accepted it and moved on. Pretty much, yeah. So, um, I will say that when this match did happen, Laredo Kid was still the cruiserweight champion, I believe, of AAA. He hadn't mm-hmm. lost it to Leo Rush yet. Okay. So, um, that's just a fun little uh, tidbit for this, but uh, let's go into the opening sequence of this match, which is a bunch of quick bursts of action between these two, followed by rests in between. So, like, it's a lot of, like, really quick, like, reversals of, of, like, a wrist lock, and then the two of them both, like, pop, like, flip up and out of the wrist lock, and then kind of stare at each other for a second. Okay. A lot of that. This does change when Laredo finally takes control of the Hurricane Rana, a series of kicks, and then a neck breaker. 
Nice. Laredo goes for a plancha, but hits nothing after Snoop rolls out of the ring. Oh, man. And then, surprisingly, Snoop just kind of pounces on him and beats the shit out of him on the ground. Like, I remember he was laying on the floor, and I was like, damn, that must have sucked. And then he just immediately jumped on him and beat him up, and I was like, huh. You know, logically speaking, that makes sense. <laughs> Snoop rolls him into the ring, but Laredo fights back and gets him to the ropes, where he hits two loud smacks to Snoop's chest. Off of an Irish whip, Snoop trips Laredo and puts him in a wrist lock and cloverleaf, which looked awesome. Nice. But Laredo gets out of it quickly by turning it into a pin. Laredo then gets a bit of offense in here before Snoop hits this slick combo where Laredo goes to, the t- goes to backdrop him. But he... Uh, <laughs> so uh, okay. what he does is um, Laredo goes to backdrop him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Snoop then drops... He like, so he backdrops him, but he, hits, he drops him to the mat, right? Yeah, And then Snoop hits a throat thrust, and then a kip up into a stunner. Whoa. Looked awesome. Yeah, sounds so, awesome. So at this point, yeah, I'm trying to remember, like, the way I word this is weird, but yeah, he basically went for the backdrop, and he, yeah, Laredo went, for, I think it might have been Snoop then, I guess. No, oh, it must have been, I don't know. I'm, I'm mixing it up, but it's an awesome spot. Next major spot was when Snoop gets Laredo in the corner and obnoxiously says, What's my name? It's Snoop! Nice. And then he hits two hard chops to Laredo's chest as payback from before. Okay. And all I remember is when I looked at this, I saw Laredo's chest just start turning red. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Ow. So Brutal. after Snoop uses an Irish whip to throw Laredo, Laredo jumps onto the apron. And the two then fight for control on there, with Snoop coming out on top after hitting a cutter on the apron. Mm-hmm. Laredo is able to stop Snoop then by super kicking him mid-suicide dive attempt. And the spot okay. I really liked after this is when Snoop rolls to the outside, so Laredo kid super kicks him in the face, and then hits a 450 from the apron onto Snoop onto the ground. Whoa. Looks sick. The two of them both wiped after this and barely get back into the ring before the 10 count. Then we get another spot, which is my favorite spot of the match, where Laredo goes for a moonsault but misses, and he lands on his feet, right? Mm-hmm. So he tries to go after Snoop in the corner, but Snoop counters it with a code red, and then immediately after with a crucifix bomb. I love a crucifix bomb. It's like one of my favorite moves that no one ever uses, but when it's done right, it's so cool. Oh, a crucifix bomb is so sick. And then we get to the finish, where Snoop gets in the corner and tunes up the band, but then flips backwards over to the top rope, and then Laredo inziguries him, goes to the top, and it's an avalanche Spanish fly for the win. Okay, all right. That sounds. I love Avalanche Spanish Flies, man. It's my favorite. Mm, this was a great match. I okay. really liked this match a lot. It was like again, like I, I'm almost like high of like cruiserweight action, and this is the type of shit that I love to see. I love okay. Snoop's character work a lot. It's just awesome. I, I I like his character. I really like Laredo. Like I've really become impressed with him after the last couple of matches I've seen, where he's just mm. really shown off how ridiculously talented he is. Cool. I give this match a high meh. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. I like it. It sounds like it was an awesome match. It was. Like I some of those descriptions are kind of whack and I'll take the I'll take the L for that, but like watch the match and <laughs> y- you'll see. It's, you'll get it. You'll get you'll it. You'll get you'll understand it because like I it's kind of hard when you're writing for a match that you like a lot because you tend to write a lot more so I had to like cut it down a lot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, enough about me being self-conscious of myself. Mikey, what was your second match? My second match this week was from Alpha 1 Wrestling. Okay. We got Warhorse. Nice. Taking on none other than Speedball Mike Bailey. Oh my god. This match, I saw it on YouTube and I was like, I think this is the match of my dreams. 
Um, it's like, what reality did I walk into, and I want to stay in it? Yeah, I was like, this, this is, this is, this is it. Like, this is the match. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this is the Mikey match. <laughs> like, so I, I, of course, I had to click on it and watch it. So, of course, uh, this match was absolutely bonkers. <laughs> of course, it is because mm-hmm. you know what? Every time I click on a Mike Bailey match, I test my my working theory. That it is impossible for Mike Bailey to have a bad match. <laughs> and every single and every single match I watch of Mike Bailey's proves my theory correct. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> so the the way this match starts off is these two get in the ring. Mm-hmm. Bailey, of course, sticks his hand out for a handshake like he always does. Of course. Uh he sticks his hand out for a handshake. Warhorse says no, he doesn't want to do a handshake. He wants Bailey to hit him. Mm-hmm. And Bailey's like, no, I won't hit you until you shake my hand. <laughs> I thought he was you were gonna say they wanted him to headbang with him. No. He wanted he, Warhorse wanted Bailey to like hit him. Bailey says he won't hit him until he shakes his hand. Warhorse conti- Warhorse continues arguing that he should hit him first. Then Bailey says, No, you hit me. And then they just go back and forth on who's hitting who. <laughs> uh, okay. Eventually eventually Bailey's like, Alright, 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 alright. If you shake my hand, I'll hit you. I promise. And Warhorse is like, you're going to hit me if I shake your hand. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. So then Warhorse spits in his hand, shakes Bailey's hand, and as soon as he does, Bailey rips his hand away and elbows the hell hell out of Warhorse. And these two just start trading elbows back and forth for the beginning of this match for maybe a good, like, for maybe a good, like, 15, 20 seconds. These two are just like, bop, bop. Just trading, just trading shots, and none of them are giving an inch. Nice. Um, and then of course Bailey gets tired of this. He not he hits Warhorse with an elbow, then grabs him by the head, slides his head into the turnbuckle, which of course is a mistake against Warhorse. Mm. Uh, because then, because then Warhorse wants to bang heads with Bailey, so he does. He grabs Bailey's head. They bang heads on the turnbuckle. Uh, and Warhorse hits that big tenth one where he like runs to the other side and, like, runs across the ring and hits yep. him with one big last one. <laughs> but, yeah, this one is the slugfest to end all slugfests. Like, like you, like, like I know I talk about uh, a hard-hitting match a lot. Yeah. But these two, like, this whole match was basically just them being, like, who can hit who harder? Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, there was no... There was no, like, it was, like, a, a little bit of, like, groundwork, but, like, there was no, like, really big submissions in this match. There was no, like, rest holds. It was, like, just these two just slamming into each other. Total annihilation. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's one point where Warhorse hits, like, a huge missile dropkick, and it knocks Bailey like, halfway across the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, uh, like, when when was this? Uh, I just wanted to make the note that Bailey's kicks look like they could take down an actual horse. Like, Bailey has some of the craziest, hardest-hitting strikes I've ever seen in, in, oh, yeah. in a wrestler. And, like, in a wrestler. Bailey's kicks are out of this world. Yeah. Like, like if Bailey kicked, like, an actual horse, it would be, like, down for the count, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it... <laughs> if Bailey just kicking a horse in the face... <laughs> And the horse being like, there's one sick, there's one, one sick spot that I love where they're trading shots Mm -hmm. and then Bailey blocks one of Warhorse's shots and goes into the rapid kicks. Mm -hmm. 
He hits the rapid kicks, hits the last one, hits like a big head kick. Warhorse yeah. falls backwards, bounces off the second rope, and comes back and just like decapitates Bailey Ooh. with a lariat. Just absolutely wrecks him with a lariat, and both of these two guys are down on the ground. Damn. Oh man, it was it's wild. Uh, there's one point where uh, Warhorse hits a uh, Bailey hits a suicide dive on Warhorse. But like Warhorse stays on his feet mm-hmm. and like punches Bailey and he slides back in the ring and then he hits Bailey with a su- uh, a suicide dive mm-hmm. and just they they end up in like the third row of the fans like oh they Big like they just dive. go <laughs> uh there's one huge superplex spot that I loved where Warhorse hits Bailey with it Bailey kicks Bailey ends up kicking out which is crazy mm-hmm. uh then uh Bailey sets up Warhorse for the ultimate weapon. Warhorse yeah. is able to move out of the way, uh, and he hits. And it, what he does is he moves out of the way, and he sets he hits Bailey with like a, I forgot what he hit Bailey with. I think he hit Bailey with like a power bomb after yeah. that. Gotcha. And Bailey and Bailey kicks out, and then Bailey gets up, and Warhorse just sets him up for like a a, a huge lariat. He's mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna take your head off!" So he sets <laughs> him up, and he goes. Off the ropes, off the ropes, off the ropes, off the ropes, and he comes at Bailey, and Bailey just does like a spinning heel kick, oh. and just like knocks Warhorse for a loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, God. and I forgot, and then he hits him with like, and then he gets him up on the top rope, and he hits him with like that, you know that like that almost one winged angel thing he does where he like crosses their legs and he has them like this, and then he hits him with like the the driver. Yeah. He did that. Warhorse kicked Ooh. out of that. Oh shit! Yeah, Warhorse uh, gets gets some offense in. Finally, hits that huge lariat he's been waiting for this whole match. Uh, he's been setting up for it constantly this whole match, but Bailey's always had a counter to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, hits it. Gets Bailey. Gets Bailey in the corner. Hits the double stomp and wins the match. Mm-hmm. This one was bonkers. Warhorse and Bailey put on an absolute banger. It's it's a mark out for me. Damn. Yeah, this match was also for the IWTV Independent Independent Championship. Oh wow! Uh, that Warhorse still had at the time. Rest in peace, the run. Yeah, rest in peace, the run. <laughs> uh, it ended, up, but uh, like I said, Warhorse does end up retaining his title in the end with the the double stomp to win. Mm. Uh, and wow, what a match this was! Honestly, these two, these two sh- had strikes that sounded like gunshots the entire time. I feel like there was not one singular weak hit in this match. <laughs> nice. Like, That's there wasn't a shit. single shot that was like, eh, like eh, eh, you know, like you could tell where you could tell where it was kind of worked. Yeah. But, damn, these two, like, laid into each other, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just, they were like, listen, I'll be your punching bag if you be my punching bag. <laughs> and they just enough. absolutely kicked the crap out of each other. <laughs> Uh, like it's a it. mark. It's a mark out. So good. Again, Mike Bailey just can't put on a bad match. Cannot put on a bad match. Anyway, that is that is both of our matches this week, Zach. Uh, so why don't we get into the match we took a look at together, which is a triple threat match from a promotion I forgot to write down. Oh, it no, I forgot what it was. All right. So this match comes straight from Viral Pro Wrestling. Right. I forgot because the name was weird. Mm-hmm. Courtesy of Wednesday the Collective, it is. From because I wanted to see the match is mm-hmm. Darius Lockhart yep. versus Sean Legacy 
versus mm. Chip Day, a wrestler we have not watched a match of since his match with Trevor Lee. The since 45, his match with Trevor Lee, which the, was like a, a mark out and a half. <laughs> the amazing 45-minute match the two of them had together. A 45-minute war, excuse you. Yes. <laughs> I saw this match, and I saw Chip Day, and I was like, fuck it, yeah, let's I'm do in. this shit. I'm in. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. The best way I could put up for my opening come for this match is this match felt like a triple threat match to me. And it's been yes. a while since I've had a match that actually felt like a triple threat match and not like a bunch of singles matches together, <laughs> which is still good. But this match felt like it. And also had a yeah. big money feel to me. Like I agree. It didn't It didn't have that. It had that. I think it had that big money feel because the title was on the line. The mm-hmm. Viral Pro Wrestling Championship was on the line. Uh, yeah. And, and like you said, it felt like a triple threat. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, send one person out, have two people fight. Then that one, then another person gets out and two people fight. It felt like there was always three people just killing each other. Yes. So the story going to this match is that this is a grudge match between Lockhart and Legacy. And Chip mm-hmm. is a last-minute addition to this match. So it's kind of like the thing of, like, will Chip's addition kind of throw off these two or kind of have a history with each other? Mm-hmm. So I like how the match started immediately when Lockhart just kind of retreated to the outside. Because funnily enough, there, there were two faces in this ring. Usually there's more than one heel in a triple threat match, or more heels than faces, at least in my experience. But this time it was more faces than heels. This is true. So Lockhart goes to the outside because he knows that the faces are going to gang up on him because he's also the champion going into this. Yep. And I like how they start, like, talking to each other in the ring, like, all right, what do you want to do with this? And he gets on the apron and starts shit-talking them. So Chip mm-hmm. just hits a roundhouse kick and just sends him to the floor. Chip just hit, like, a spinning, like, f- kick just right to his dome and just takes him out. It looked like, like, that That was a wild start to this match. Mm-hmm. Because right after that, we get into a back-and-forth uh, with some wrist locks between Legacy and Chip. When one spot took out from me, that I took out from this, was when Chip leaned back and it looked like he was going to kip up when he had the when uh, Legacy had his wrist. And instead, he tried to kick Legacy, but Legacy just kind of caught it and yep. rolled him onto his feet. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. He was like, no, no, no. Let's see, then there was Legacy hit the uh, hur- the Hurricane Rana springboard, the springboard I, Hurricane Rana on Chip, which then just wiped wa- him out. I just want to say that Sean Legacy was all over the place this match. It's like he was everywhere, dude. I feel like there was like three of him. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was making moves in this fucking match. Yeah, man. I I feel like there was like he just had clones like ready to go and he was just like he would slide out and a clone would slide in like another side of the ring. Yeah. You know? Like I feel like he was everywhere. Mhm. Oh god, he made, yeah, he made moves. Let's see. Chip kicked out his knee, I believe, after this which knocked him out. Mm-hmm. Chip went to ran the ropes, and then Lockhart tripped him and yanked him under the outside, where Chip put a massive... Lockhart hit a massive chop chips to a Chip's chest. Mm-hmm. The two started brawling, and then Legacy hit the Tope Con Hilo. Yep. After the Tope Con Hilo, Legacy gets Lockhart back in the ring and just dominates him with arm drags, a drop kick, and a springboard crossbody. This is the point where commentary talks about how, I believe it was uh, Lockhart actually betrayed Legacy. They used to be a team. Yes, the, the the backstabber, they called him. Yes. And after knocking Lockhart to the ground, he goes for a springboard for... Uh, Lo- Legacy goes for a springboard for 50, but misses. Yes. As he rolls through, Chip then uses this momentum to put him in the corner and hit a huge oh, knee into his face. Buttery, buttery smooth, that was. Mm-hmm. Like, like the way he did that 450 and rolled through and landed in the corner just, just for Chip to be there at the exact right time That's was awesome. just... Mwah. Chef's kiss. Yeah, uh-huh. 
Chip then gets a little bit of control here, but then after a double knees to the face of Legacy, Lockhart takes him out with his own running knee to his face. It's a lot mm-hmm. of knees to the face in this match. And a I'm lot not of knees to the face, it. a lot of kicks. A lot of... Yeah. Lockhart then beats down Chip in the corner, hits a massive chop to his chest, which Chip responds with his own, but Lockhart stays in control and grinds him into a headlock. I love this point in the match because Lockhart's got Chip locked in this headlock, and every time he sees legacy get back up onto the apron he either Mm -hmm. hits chip off himself or throws legacy into chip to knock him off so that he keeps him out of the match he's like stay out there (laughs) it's awesome lockhart at one point locks in an abdominal stretch which eventually is something more akin to an octopus hold before legacy gets back on the apron again because he's like a cockroach and won't stay down Mm -hmm. except when lockhart tries to throw chip into him chip finally is like you know what i'm done being thrown and he tries to reverse it but it doesn't work I'm done being spin. used as a weapon. The two spin for a bit, and it's because of this that Legacy's actually able to dodge Chip. And as a result, Lockhart eats an Inziguri from Legacy, and Legacy then hits them both with a springboard drop kick. Mm-hmm. Legacy then is confirmed control at this point when he hits Chip with a Falcon Arrow and Lockhart with a springboard cutter, which gets a ton of height. Yes. Legacy then beats Lockhart down in the corner with chops and kicks, and as he's about to continue, Chip comes flying in with a running boot, but because Legacy Completely notices out of it, nowhere. he dodges it, so Lockhart gets kicked in the face instead, wipes Lockhart him out entirely. Lockhart takes the full brunt of the attack. Legacy eats an integrated from Chip. Chip goes to the top after he throws Lockhart into Legacy. Lockhart then tries to go for a backdrop but fails, so Legacy then hits a double meteor on both of them. Mm-hmm. Chip punishes Lockhart in the corner with chops and kicks until Lockhart blocks a chop and just knocks Chip's light out, lights out with a strike. Lockhart then kicks his legs out, hits a running knee to Chip in the corner, which is called Huey Knee Newton. Huey and, Knee Newton. And then hits a very him with a dragon suplex. I actually looked up who that is a reference to. Huey Knee P. Newton was a man who co-founded the Black Panther Party. Oh, well, there you go. I was now, like... Now we know the reference. Yeah, I was like, he's his name is the Revolutionary. I'm like, it's gotta be someone who's like, big-ish and something and like that. I was it, like, oh... Makes sense. Okay. So it is. So it is. Next come, comes my favorite spot in this match, which mm-hmm. is when Legacy gets up and attacks Lockhart. And Lockhart boots him back to the ropes. And Legacy kind of tries to do the Dean Ambrose, like, lean back to the middle ropes, middle ropes and go forward. But as he's coming <laughs> up, fucking Lockhart just jumps up and boots, drop kicks him in the face and sends him to the outside. Lockhart just says, no, no, no. We're not doing that. Not today, we're not. I and just annihilates it. him. It was awesome. Oh my god. So then Chip hits Lockhart with an Inziguri after Lockhart tries to get uh, keep control of the match. And then as he goes to put Legacy in the face on the apron, Legacy grabs Chip's leg and throws him face first into the apron. Mm-hmm. Legacy then hits him with a Canadian Destroyer. And then when Lockhart breaks up this pin, it's about as... Honestly, this pin was about as close as it could get to a near fall. Yeah. I remember being like, holy shit, that was fucking close. Literally, when the commentator was like, right in the nick of time. I'm like, you're not kidding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So the two, three are wiped at this point. They can barely get to their feet, and then starts a... Well, I love it. It It's another hockey fight, but it's a three-way hockey fight, so they're all, like, just exchanging these heavy-ass hits with each other. Yep. Until Chip finally gets the upper hand with a huge kick to the head of Lockhart, and then Legacy hits Chip with a running knee. Lockhart then wipes out Legacy with a gargantuan lariat, only mm. to get kicked in the face by Chip after this. Oh my but god, Chip yeah, that leg is, lariat is so cool. Chip is so tired, though, that he can't cover either of them to get the pin, so they all have time to get up and recover. Mm-hmm. Chip tries to kick Legacy, but Legacy catches it and makes a comeback with kicks of his own until Chip catches a kick. Flips him and then hits a spin kick, which knocks him down. Yep. Chip then kicks Lockhart into the ground, 
and then hits him with a knee with a curb stomp, but it's his knee instead of his foot, which just plants Lockhart into the ground. Lockhart's wiped. One, two, and then suddenly, as Lockhart's about to kick out, Lucky Ali, this guy who I don't know, yanks Chip out of the ring and mm-hmm. destroys him using the Christmas setup on the entrance ramp, which we didn't note, but by the way, looked awesome. Yes. This is apparently payback for something that Chip did to him earlier in the night. And then my favorite part of this was when he took Chip by the head and just gave him a clubbing forearm or lair, like just right through his it, chest and sent him through a present. Into a present, yeah. Into a present that collapsed and he just threw presents <laughs> on him. And then we yeah, just so Lockhart. That, that, that effectively took Chip Day out of the match. Chip was done. Lockhart and Legacy are the only two in the ring. Lockhart hits a Shining Wizard to the back of Legacy's head and then hits his, Asata, his Asado driver for mm. the win. Yes. This match, this match was bonkers. Was, oh, Mikey, tell me how bonkers it was. Also, this this match feels like it was supposed... Like, the way you described it, it sounds like it's a 45-minute, like, absolute banger. This match was, like, 10 minutes long. Yep. <laughs> like, that was... they fit all that in into, like, 10, 12 minutes of wrestling. It's oh, so absolutely Good. insane the action just never stops uh this one's a markout for me it's an easy markout for me and this match yeah, doesn't even have that awesome. many views on youtube either if i recall correctly go check this one out it is a hidden it's one of those hidden gems uh definitely it has 986 views on youtube as of this not recording. even a thousand views are you kidding me when did it come out this match came out let's see this match came out in july 1st of 2020 how did how does it not have more views? It just this went under the nuts. radar, man. This match is it's... nuts. Go watch this match. Great fucking match. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, definitely go check this one out. It's an absolute banger. Uh, these two, these these three, sorry, not these two. These three just worked their hearts out, and in this ten minutes, just put on like one of the uh, the most insane triple threats I've ever seen. Such. Uh. Yeah, so that's all of our matches this week, Zach. That yep. is everything all wrapped up. So that just leaves us with the double down. The double down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to two weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> where, uh, and watch matches from each other's perspectives. Uh, who went first in the double down the last time? Oh, boy. Um, I want to say it was you because I went second. All right. How how about how about I'll go I'll 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 start us off again because you just ha- had a, a just rant and raved about that last match. All right, and I want I want to I want to let you rest your rest your voice a little bit here. Okay, so let's get into let's get back into I guess Myron Reed versus Trey Lamar. Uh, from which promotion was it? Do you remember? I have I do. It is Unsanctioned Pro. Thank you. Uh, from Unsanctioned Pro. Uh. This match was nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was. This match was non-stop action between these two. Uh that that right in the beginning where uh Reed goes for the springboard cutter mm-hmm. and Trey Lamar just catches him and is like no 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 and just mm-hmm. like stands up with it and pushes him off. Yeah. Like the, like these two just countering whatever they were doing in the beginning was awesome. Oh, I loved it. Like these two had answers back and forth. Uh uh Reed hit Reed gets a Reed has that awesome leg lariat that he hits. Mm-hmm. That looks amazing. So good. Uh 
then then surprisingly, which I wasn't expecting, Reed kind of gets a little technical with it and starts trying to get uh Lamar into Lamar into some submission holds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't really last long, and this one just turns into another slugfest. Like, yep. Uh, it it, it get like the the point where Lamar gets up and hits Reed with that chop that oh. like echo <laughs> that just like echoes throughout the whole place. Yep. And Lamar just looks at his hand like, "What is this power?" <laughs> oh, I loved it. Yep. Slap the nipple right off of Reed's yeah. chest. Yep. Oh God. Uh, this match happens though, like it's fast paced, but it happens in like bursts, right? Mm-hmm. It's like there's a burst of action, then like something happens and they stop for a little bit. Big burst of action, they stop for a little bit. Big burst of action, they stop for a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it looks like a like a heart monitor where it's like boop 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 boop, <laughs> <laughs> like up down up down. Like it's just like bat. It's the 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 pacing of this match just like. Is nutty. Mm-hmm. The there was that one cool spot where Reed caught Lamar with the two the two cutters, one off the top rope, and then he hit another springboard cutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lamar Lamar kicked out somehow. Oh, don't know how. Uh, then Lamar gets Reed up in a suplex and walks backwards and just throws him into the buckle. Oh my god, that shit looked. Oh my god, that was awesome. I think I call that like a buckle bomb esque. I don't know what the fuck you call that. You it was like a, it was like a, it was a buckleplex. Buckleplex. That's a great meme. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but then like this one's just absolutely wild. The one spot I, I have to point out, obviously, is when Lamar's on the outside mm-hmm. and Reed sees him and is in the corner. And he just runs across the ring and just does a tope over the corner. Yep. Over the corner turnbuckle and just wipes out Lamar on the outside. And the crowd just goes wild. Insane. The crowd absolutely goes just ballistic. Um, But in the end, Trey Lamar does end up taking this one home. Mm-hmm. Uh, when When they get into like a little bit of a roll-up battle. And uh, Lamar ends up getting the upper hand at the end, and hitting uh, and and just stacking up, stacking up Reed and taking this one home. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match was a mark out, Zach. This match was bonkers, insane. Yeah, I love this one. I think we have like a, we had like a record record number of mark outs this show. What was it, the third one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, we got. It's either tied for or one of the most. There's one episode I don't remember when it was where we ha- almost had the clean sweep of markouts. I think we had one high mess sitting in there, but you and I both had like at least one markout a piece, and then the match we watched together was a markout. I that mean, like, that, that, that's kind of what it was this week too. It's close, yeah. Yeah, uh, this one was this one was great. These two absolutely killed each other, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. Nice. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah. So what match did I give you to watch? I don't even remember. You gave me Tennille Dashwood versus Jordan Grace at Women's Wrestling Revolution. Right. I enjoyed this match a good amount. This match was classic Dashwood's brains and techniques versus Jordan's just brawn and strength. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it at the begin- the uh, smooth tactical work these two had at the beginning of the match when they had like all the holds on each other and they were countering it. It was nice to see. Yep. The next sequence I have written down that I enjoyed the most was when... um. Dashwood hit a turned a Hurricane Rana into a Russian leg sweep, and then immediately followed it up with the awesome looking neck breaker on Jordan when she was on the uh, apron, the center to the outside. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the spot that came right before where Grace got a dad. Uh, this is the spot that came right before the other gnarly looking spot, which I liked a lot, which was when Grace got Dashwood in the electric chair and then dropped her face first onto the apron. Yes, very Looked good. Great. Uh, next sequence here that I've written down that I like was when Jordan, at this point, was kind of in control, was just kind of beaten. She's beating down Dashwood, chucking her from post to post. And, <laughs> yes, uh, that was very fun. Dashwood then hit this mean kick to the face, so Jordan just looked at her and clobbered her with a forearm to the face. It's like, how dare you? And then Jordan tried to throw Dashwood into the turnbuckle, but Dashwood used her own momentum to throw her into the turnbuckle instead. Mm-hmm. And then she hit, she bashed Grace head, Grace's head in, uh, head Grace's head into the turnbuckle multiple times before hitting her with the quick tarantula. I always yes. like the way a tarantula looks. Yeah, those are always so cool, right? And then, of course, I would be reminiscent not to say that in the middle of Dashwood's offense, Grace hit an amazing-looking spinebuster on Tennille. Mm-hmm. Looked awesome, but Grace's spinebusters always look great. Uh, I actually enjoyed how after this, the two of them got into a sunset flip pinoff a bit more than I usually do. Okay. Because usually it's just kind of like flip, 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 flip. One kicks out, the two of them roll up. But at this time... Dashwood used her thick-ass legs to clap... Uh, no, not bad. Grace used her thick-ass legs to clap Dashwood <laughs> in the face to True. get the upper hand, which was new for me. I was like, oh, I've never seen a wrestler like just kick the person in the face to get off, to get the uh, upper hand. Sometimes it's what you gotta do, man. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the, the next thing I've written down that I really like was the finish, because Jordan's fall from Grace combo, which is the double knee to the back into the running form to the chest into the Vader bomb, never looks awful. It always looks great. And I liked mm-hmm. that the reason she lost is because Dashwood outsmarted her by dodging the Vader bomb of it and then hit her with the spotlight kick for the win. Yes. I thought this match was pretty good. I uh, agree. I, I gave this match a... I believe I gave this match a meh. Yeah, I think I did too. It was a good match. I've definitely seen better matches between the two of them, but like it's, it's a good match between the two of them, and like I w- I'd recommend it. I agree. Yeah, I do like also out. that commentary kind of bigged up the possibility that the spotlight kick is like just kind of like an out of nowhere move that if you don't pay if you don't watch it you'll lose and that's exactly what happened to that's Grace. Exactly here. what happened. Yeah, they they, te- they teased it and yes. it happened. If I recall correctly here, they're kind of bigging this up as Dashwood being the more experienced of the two and Grace kind of being like an up and comer in the promotion at the moment. Which is which is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean it made it played into the match and I liked it. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely. I... Sorry, when I saw Jordan, I definitely thought to myself, this is definitely, like, a younger version of Jordan because she doesn't have, like, the full look that she has now. Yeah. Yeah, still I agree. Great this, was def- this definitely felt like a younger Jordan Grace, but still. Mm-hmm. Still good match. Was, this match was very awesome, yeah. I liked it nonetheless. Uh, like I said, like we said, it's a meh, so uh, it's, that doesn't mean it's, again, doesn't, we all know a meh doesn't mean bad here. It means, yep. it means solid wrestling. Solid wrestling match. Yeah, so definitely go check this one out if you get the chance. It's uh, on... I believe Beyond Wrestling's or Women's Women's Wrestling Revolution's YouTube channel. I believe so. Hold on, I have the link for it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, either way, free on YouTube. Good match. Uh, all right. And- it's at it's on the uh their um, fuck. It's on a Women's Wrestling Revolution Pro's YouTube. Got it. Okay. Cool. Well, Zach, that is that is everything. We did it. That is another episode of Independent Waters in the books. <sighs> I will say, after all the craziness that the collected is, it was nice to be a, a back to form this week. After all the recording we had I, to do, I agree. I agree. It's nice to to to, to be back to our normal uh, our normal structure here of of our episodes. Uh, and I guess with everything out of the way, that just leaves that just leaves us with the plugs. 
Oh boy. Uh, go go check it. Go leave us a five star review over on iTunes. That's the big one we've been pushing lately. Please please go do that if you enjoy the show. It helps an up and coming podcast like ourselves grow and get to a bigger audience. We would very much appreciate it if you did that. And if you do, we'll even give you a shout out on the show. Uh, so if you want, go do that. We will shout you out and yeah, we would really appreciate it. And if you want to go see what see what's on our minds uh, all the time, go check out Twitter over at Count Out Pod, uh, where we share our thoughts on the wrestling world and the world in general. Uh, go check out Hit the Books every Friday, where me, Mikey Manfredi, and Ryan Knightsey book SmackDown and Raw every week uh, and have our own rosters. We have our own storylines. We book everything on our own. We're just coming off of WrestleMania, so it's a great place to hop right on in. Uh, we're we're start- basically starting anew. You know, so hop, so so come check it out. Uh, it's a great place to start if you if you're interested in that. And go check out uh, the other podcasts here on the Countout Network. We got How to Talk to Your Friend about wrestling every Thursday and Your Dose of Death every Tuesday. And we have G One and Only every other Wednesday or every other Monday. So go check that out. Go check those out as well and give them five star reviews as well. Uh, it would really help the Countout Network as a whole. Uh, and go check out our website, countoutpod.com, where you can find everything you need to know about this podcast network that you could ever want to know. Uh, and I believe that is all the plugs out of the way. Zach, you got anything? Nada. Didn't think so. Well, that just leaves me with one last thing to say then, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast.